really ask yourself if they were to not change a single thing and you were to go in this relationship with how they are exactly, would you be okay with that? And if the answer is no, you could save yourself a lot of <laughs> headaches and heartaches by just um, ending it right then and there instead of continuing on in the hopes that person is going to change. Welcome to Intentional Living with Atusa. In this podcast, we talk about all topics of self-development. My goal is to help you show up as the best version of yourself so that you can live the life you truly want for yourself. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while, I want to ask you to share the episodes that have really made an impact in your life. I really want to be able to reach people that are struggling with the same issues, but they might not know that there's a way out or they don't know that there's a better way of doing things. So if something has really helped you, just do the good deed of being able to spread that to someone that is also going through the same struggles. I would really greatly appreciate it. Hey guys, in this episode, we are going to go over the three things that you need to really focus on and be aware of so that you can really save yourself a lot of heartaches and headaches and frustrations within your relationships, within your romantic relationships. Now, the first one that we're really going to be going over is projecting onto the other person this idealized version of them. So not really who that other person is, but this version or this vision that we have for them that we kind of try to fit fit them into that description so a big hint of this is if you're starting to get to know someone and you're already really attached there's not enough time to have actually known that other person if you're really attached you're probably attached to this idealized version that you have made up in your head about them now another one is falling for potential this is when we (laughs) see like the other person is actually showing us who they are but we go into the relationship um, for their potential of them becoming this better version or this vision that we have of them that they have fixed whatever issue that they have currently and then the third thing being to really focus on being able to be more secure in ourselves and provide ourselves with the things that we need versus needing it from other people because when we need something from someone else, that's when we start to also compromise on a lot of our values, our needs in a relationship, because we have this fear of losing that other person, losing our relationship, maybe losing it just like that um, attention or companion or whatever that person is giving us versus being our own individual person and having someone also almost like compliment us in life. So first one we're going to be going over is projection. Now, I really learned about this through the book Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. And I really recommend that book. What he really talks about is when we start to fall for someone, we start to project onto them certain things that we kind of want to play out um, in ourselves, in our lives. So it's almost like we crave certain things from that other person. And this really stems from our relationships with our parents when we were children. So really when it comes to the same sex parents that we have, so for example, with my mother, there are certain things, certain traits that I have developed from her. And when it comes to something that we look for in our partners, in our romantic partners, we tend to look for the things that our opposite sex parent really um, portrayed. And sometimes we'd be looking for a certain trait or something that we were missing from our opposite sex parent. 
So this is going to be like a little bit maybe weird to think about or weird to explore, but you really want to become aware of this and really take a look at the pattern of your past relationships and the type of guys that you have gone for, type of relationships that you've had, and what can you kind of notice from the patterns of those people, of the personality traits that they had, of the dynamics between you two. Now, when I start to like someone and they portray these qualities, what Robert Greene really talks about is that we need to start actually having these qualities in ourselves. So for example, for me, when I go for someone that is more dominant and assertive to start developing those traits in myself and because that is something that I started noticing that I have lacked in myself and I had a very hard time so that's something that I've been continuously working to improve so when we start to have those qualities in ourselves and be able to get our own needs met then we can actually look at the other person and assess them for who they are and see if they would really fit with our life and with our goals and who we want to have as a life partner, who we want to have children with and make sure that the decision is based on better criteria than something that we're trying to kind of play out in our childhood, something that we're trying to kind of develop in ourselves. Now, the second one and a really important one to be aware of is not falling for potential. So when we go into a relationship and this person shows us exactly who they are, usually people show you pretty well who they are in the beginning, but we tend to like be in this love bubble and we tend to be like, oh, this person can change because then they can be this like perfect partner if they change a few things. And we also have all that like projection from what we're kind of craving in a partner. So there's all these different things going on. But the other person usually shows you in the first couple of months who they actually are. We tend to just disregard all the maybe red flags, disregard all the things that does not work out. When we fall for potential, we then sometimes get frustrated after weeks or months or years go by and this person has not changed. But it is really our own fault for thinking that other people's change is within our control. We cannot change other people. As much as we want to try, we cannot change them. We can sometimes influence other people, but we cannot change them. So when it comes to getting to know the other person and you start to realize that maybe they are missing some of the things that you're looking for of course no one's going to be perfect and have everything right with them and of course I think that everyone has red flags it's just about like what is what are the things that are non-negotiable for you and what are the things that you can kind of be more leaning on and maybe be okay with and I really do think that people can change and they can grow and they can heal more in a relationship and that they have room to grow relationships really help you grow if it's a good relationship it's a healthy one but I do not think that you should go into the relationship expecting that person to change. So what you really want to ask yourself is that if this thing that you have a problem with, if this thing never changes, is that something that you can be okay with? Because reality is most of the times these things do not change unless the other person really does want to change and they make the effort and they show you right from the beginning if you've given them some feedback but if not, most people tend to not change because change is difficult. It's not impossible. It's just more difficult. It requires time, effort, patience. So really ask yourself if they were to not change a single thing and you were to go in this relationship with how they are exactly, 
Would you be okay with that? And if the answer is no, you could save yourself a lot of <laughs> headaches and heartaches by just um, ending it right then and there instead of continuing on in the hopes that person is going to change. That's what it means to not fall for potential and actually get to know the other person right in front of you, who they're showing you that they are and deciding from there if they are the right partner for you. Now, the third key thing to really become aware of is learning to be secure in yourself enough and be okay to be alone, like realize how amazing it is to be alone and provide yourself with all the things that you might crave in a relationship, whether that is to learn how to enjoy your own company, learn to surround yourself with friends and family more, being able to have the qualities and traits like we talked about in yourself more, whether that's to be more assertive, whether that's to be more dominant, whether that is if you're a guy and you are looking for a very nurturing nurturing and affectionate mother figure of a partner which I know it's like weird saying mother figure but we're really kind of being open here you can be more of that to yourself of tapping into being more affectionate tapping into developing those qualities within yourself as well so when you learn to be more secure in yourself and not need anything from another person romantically then if the other person is not meeting your values your needs in a relationship, then you won't continue in a relationship that does not have the important values that you are looking for or that is not meeting certain needs that you have. Because when you have a fear of losing the other person, fear of losing the relationship um, because you think that you will not be okay without them or because that you really need their company or their attention or their affection. That's when we start to compromise. That's when we start to let things slide. When we talk about our previous relationships, if you notice that you are um, kind of having these stories of being the victim in that relationship and saying that like this person treated me really badly and I had to be in this relationship for so long, start to realize that you really dictate how people treat you and that if you do not let people treat you in a certain way they will not when we start to actually go in our healing journey and when we start to work on our self-esteem and our self-worth it's not that the toxic people just disappear it's that you notice these signs early on and there is no relationship that moves forward for there to be all this drama and um, toxic behavior within those relationships because those relationships do not move forward. So that's why it's gonna you're gonna have a lot more drama-free life when you are in this healing journey. So realize that you dictate whether someone else is going to treat you well or not because you are the one choosing to stay. But just realize that you can never control what the other person does. You can communicate your expectations, like this is how I like to communicate, and this is how I like this is how I feel loved, this is how I feel appreciated. You can communicate those things because those things might be different, but you cannot control what the other person does. Another thing you can do is to set boundaries, which basically is if you do this certain thing, I am going to do this. So you're not controlling what the other person does, but let's say that if you are more than 30 minutes late to our date, I'm just going to cancel because I want to be respectful of my time and I don't want to feel resentful in this relationship. Now, the third thing that you can do is leave. So if the person is, let's say that you've set the expectation that you want them to be faithful, they're not faithful, you can leave. If you set the expectation that you want them to communicate more, but they're not doing it, it's not about forcing the other person, 
you can just leave. Knowing this, you will no longer be the victim of any relationship because you really dictate how the other person is going to treat you. You dictate what you're okay with. So really just to summarize here, you really want to be more of the qualities that you might be projecting onto the other person, whether you might be craving certain things like assertiveness or dominance in them or affection in them or that loving nature. You really want to have those things, develop those things in yourself and tap more into that. So if you have more of a masculine energy, to tap more into your feminine energy. If you have more of that feminine energy, tap into that masculine energy so that you can give yourself everything that you need. Now, the next thing is to not fall for potential. People show you pretty well who they are within the first few weeks, months of the relationship. You just want to kind of have your blinders open of like oh what this person could be and all those like emotions involved and really start to look at it objectively who is this person actually showing me they are what are the patterns that they're continuing to um, do because human beings we behave in patterns so look at their past look at their past relationships and realize that yes people have room to grow people have room to improve but if they were to not change anything and you get what you get right from the beginning, would you be okay with continuing on this relationship? And the last thing is to really look at being secure in yourself enough, realizing that you are okay without this person so that you can really make sure that you don't compromise on your certain non-negotiables in a relationship, certain values that you are looking for, certain needs that you have so that you can actually walk away and you cannot, you can really like save yourself all these like toxic relationships and these um, dynamics where you could actually end those things right from the beginning. You wouldn't have all those things to deal with. Like people stay in relationships for five, 10 years that they consider toxic. But if you were to really be able to walk away and not have to rely on this other person's companionship, on this other person's um, affection or love or whatever they're giving you that you can't give yourself, then that is going to really help save a lot of heartaches, a lot of headaches, frustrations. I really hope that this video has helped you look at your relationships more objectively and be able to make better decisions of who you want as a life partner because the person that you choose, they are going to probably be one of the closest people in your life. They are going to take up a lot of your time, your energy, your mental space. So you want to make sure that you choose the right people so that they don't affect your life in a negative way. If there's anything that I haven't covered in this video and any questions that you might have, write it down in the comments. I know me saying to learn how to be more secure in your self-worth and provide all these things for yourself is a lot easier said than done. And it is a long healing journey. But if you do need any help with it, and if you do need help with being able to feel better emotionally, feel more secure in your self-worth, be able to provide yourself everything that you might be always looking for other people to give you, make sure that you fill out a coaching application in the description. And we can really spend the hour looking at your life, what you need help with, whether that's your relationships, whether that's emotionally feeling better. I can really help bring awareness to the patterns of thinking that might not be serving you, patterns of behavior that you might have been continuing to do in your life that is creating the life that you have right now and how to really overcome that and create the life that you want to create for yourself. I really appreciate you spending this time with me. 
I will see you next week with another episode. Bye.